Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Two Dimes and a Token. Hey! There we you go. You already know what time it is. Yep, this uh, this podcast is actually based off of our YouTube channel, so if you get a chance, go check it out, hit that subscribe button. Yep. Uh, we also have a Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram that you can go check out all the latest, all the latest information and posts on our social media pages. So thank you so much for tuning in, and please enjoy. Yo, what is up, people? Welcome back to another episode of Two Dimes and a Token. I am your host, uh, Bruck Nasty, and in this particular episode, we have a great friend of the podcast, um, an awesome entrepreneur, uh, a sports guy through and through. Uh, his name is Lance Alt of Dynasty Hoops. Um, in case you haven't seen, we've actually already released, we did a promotion of shirts for his champion, uh, for his championship teams for one of his weekend tournaments, but he has built an industry or an organization that uh, runs and operates basketball tournaments um, all throughout the year uh, in the state of Florida. He's expanding to Georgia. He's expanding to Arizona. He's got a lot of things in the works, and um, we were able to sit down with him and kind of ask him about his adventure, um, his journey, and everything that he's done to try and promote and build uh, this tournament setting organization that he's built. So. Um, it's a super cool story. He's got a ton of people that he shouts out in it, um, and it's it's really kind of a, it's kind of an inspiring story as well. But um, tune in, guys. Uh, I don't think we have anything else more on the docket. No, we do not. So, uh, without further ado, please enjoy this episode with Lance of Dynasty Hoops. <laughs> Bro, I was about to say I didn't even have a presence on social media. Are we on here? Yeah, we're on right now. Even, okay. See, that's how we dive into the conversation. See, this is how we start. You gotta start like it's an everyday conversation. So, hey, let us know what what uh what is uh our official drink of the pod, unofficially sponsored by Terramana Tequila, not yet sponsored by Terramana Tequila. What are we drinking today, brother? Yeah, we got some Icelandic. Uh, glacial, Ice, glacial, natural yeah, spring water. Yeah, this is one of the best uh, waters out there. You know, I mean, I don't know too much about it. I see pH eight point four, whatever that means. But you know, whatever the, that means. You know, our, our body's made out of water, man. So there you go. Yeah. Gotta stay hydrated. Yeah. Yes, I appreciate you choosing a healthy choice. Yeah. Yes, it, it, it's my birthday week. I want to let everybody know, and I'm drinking water. So yeah, and this is uh, I was gonna say when this airs, so it'll be a little bit past that, but it's all good. So, um. Lance, man, thank you so much for coming on, dude. Well, like I said, I've been hitting you up a couple times. I was like, bro, we got to get your story. Yeah, man. Big got- guy, man. I'm glad, you know, you kept it consistent yes. coming after me, man, you know, and I'm, I'm happy to be here with you guys, man. My, yes. my Weber brothers. There you, you go. Know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, From back in the day. Yep, yep. So, um, dude, tell us, what what is Dynasty Hoops, man? What is this thing that you've been posting on social media that you got running it looked like you running a whole basketball division, man. What is this thing? Yeah, man. Well, you know, what I run is a, a youth go ahead, international go ahead. Pick that up. Pick that up. basketball tournament, um, Dynasty Hoops. Uh, our headquarters is Orlando. Um, we do tournaments all over the state of Florida. Soon it's going to be Georgia, Texas, Phoenix. You know, we're going to run a true circuit. So I can't wait for that, man. Dude, what? So how did this start? Like, 
did you come up with the idea? Did you become like, was it already kind of going and you joined or? Let me tell you a story, man. Let me tell <laughs> tell you me story, that story, man. baby. Take, us, take us down the road. Take a sip on that water. You know? <laughs> but uh, hey. Um, you got to tell me twice. It, it started, man, you know, when I was five years old in New York. I was born in New York. Um, actually, I was two years old. That's when I first picked up the basketball. Um, my mom and my dad, you know, they were playing and, you know, I just remember this round orange thing and I just, I fell in love instantly. Yeah. Um, you know, came down to Florida, um, started playing basketball in a, uh, a program called Winning Ways, uh, in Altamont Springs. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was a hooper, man. My dad coached me, um, my whole life. And, um, you know, I was just in love with it, man. So uh, seventh grade comes around and I have a seventh grade teacher that asks, hey, what do you want to do? You grow up, write it down. I ain't think too long, man. I was like, you know what? I want to own my own league. You know, uh, I remember remember like it was yesterday, man. Got a, got a B minus on it. I don't know how, but, you know, fast forward to now. I don't know. Man, got a B minus. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, man, um, you know. I, how I started, you know, like our janitors start, they become a CEO of a company or the older, owner of that building. Yeah. Um, I started as a scorekeeper. I was keeping score, you know, really? I was keeping score. Yeah, yeah. All under uh, uh, Scott Scott Sanders, um, God rest his soul, you know, um, started with him, did a few uh, tournaments, even with Winning Ways, did a um, um, internship with them. Yeah. And, um, you know, I went from scorekeeping to – gatekeeping to site director and uh, i just been around the game you know uh, yeah. thanks to my pops you know i met my um my sister uh, from another mr Brittany campbell yeah uh she got me into uh winning ways uh basketball camps i was doing camps too and um you know she just put me under their wing you know alongside with barry mistel who was the ceo of winning ways um you know then i went to college yeah Played football. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! How do, how do you transition from yeah. the love of basketball? All right, to, to football. That was because we played football together. Yes, we did. And then I got to be honest. The first time I saw you, because um, let's be real, dude, it's been years, and oh, it's been years since we got to catch up and sit down and years, bullshit. Bro. But like, like I, at I see, least at least fifteen. Yeah, at least yeah, 15, fifteen years. Man, I came so, in the spring. Yeah, so it's like all of a sudden he's he's playing football, and I'm like da 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 da. Fast forward like five ten years, the next mm -hmm. thing you know, I'm seeing him hooping. And I'm like, damn, how'd he get into this? Yeah, um, well, football was my second choice. Well, I was, dude, I was big. Like, when I was playing basketball, yeah. like, I was kind of chubby. It was sixth grade year. Um, my parents decided, you know, my teammates were playing football. Okay, why not? Man, my first year, I, I was garbage, bro. I uh, <laughs> I was like a six-player player, bro, wearing number 68. And yeah. don't know, had no clue, bro, until, like, the like the last two weeks – you know, and you know how it was back in the days with the hazing and all that. I mean, it wasn't hazing, but, you know, they pick on you and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. by that, hey, by week six, bro, like the star players, man, they would be scared shitless, bro. Like, I just, it just, something just clicked in me. Yeah. Did hamburger drills. I don't know if you remember hamburger drills where you yeah. lay on your back and, you know, both people lay on your back, you get up, boom. Yeah. Man, I fucked some shit up, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, yes. I, I, I remember like it was yesterday, bro. Like, you know, this one kid or whatever, you know, uh, he was a star on a team. And I just chucked the shit out of him. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's this damn six-play player? Just like, yeah. and then I saw his face going to the back of the line and shit. And 
He was like, uh, was, yo, he started to go behind the other person. You know how you count people? Yeah, you count, like, bro. You see who you're going I to get. I don't want to go and get some. So, you know, my second year, you know, my dad coached me, and I played linebacker, played, um, you know, played some fullback, yeah. you know, and throughout the years I was playing uh, fullback through the option um, as if I was a linebacker. I was never taught how to play running back, which is crazy. Yeah. And throughout high school, you know, yeah. and when I went to college, which was in Minnesota, that's when I learned how to play running back, really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I still had close to 1,000 yards in high school, but, like, you know, uh, when I went to Minnesota, I was like, damn, like, this is how you really play some running back. You know what I'm saying? Didn't really know how to catch the ball. I was literally a linebacker. I just knew how to hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, came to your school. Yeah. You know, shit got cold. I was in Minnesota. Uh, shout out St. Olaf College. I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? My Florida boys, you already know. Um, you know, came down there and met you guys. You know what I'm saying? This is the line right here. I remember this guy. I remember you. You know what I'm saying? You guys were awesome, bro. Um, you know, had a good spring. And um, after that, man, I, I was kind of burnt out, bro. Like, yeah. playing since sixth grade, man, I was, I was burnt out. Yeah. Like, you know, um, you know, it felt like a job, and I was ready to go in the real world. I was ready to, like, be my own boss, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. do my own shit. And, um, you know, thank you know, thank God for Weber, man. I did learn some stuff over there, man. I You know, maybe two, three classes, but it made a difference, man. Yeah. Remember Dr. Aaron? I don't know if you remember Dr. Aaron. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Shout out Dr. Aaron, bro. You are there you awesome, go. bro. You know, look at me now, man. Hey, <laughs> man, I think you were in my events class. That's Yes, we were in the same events class. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah. yeah, 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 man. Yeah, um, no, that was that was the first time. So funny story about that. We had to put on, <laughs> an, we had to put on several events, bro, and it was bad. I did not have a good look going into this. So if anybody knows anything about the podcast, if you've been watching, you know, I was kind of a jackass in college. Like, I just love to party. <laughs> cool so, dude, man. Yeah, so. I love my office line, bro. <laughs> I'm glad I still got a little bit of people that like me. But yeah. Um, a yeah, a little bit of people. So, dude, it was so funny, bro. Uh, we were putting on a flag football event. And uh, we were we had to grill. We had to, you remember this? Wasn't my idea, but yeah, I remember. Yes, <laughs> was not my idea, Doug. So we we had to grill, but we had an outside grill, and, and it started to kind of like rain. It was super windy, so it was very hard to get this grill set up and lit and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't. Yeah, it was my idea. So I pull. <laughs> I decided. I said, he you know, it. yeah. What we'll do is we'll pull the grill inside the gym, and we'll just light the grill in there. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I think we were doing that for about a good 30 minutes. Yeah, bro. And Dr. Aaron, he dude, to this day, every time he every time he sees me, bro, he's like grilling grilling in the gym, bro. There it is. So like 20 minutes goes by and smoke is just barreling out of the fucking front of the gym. Right? And the whole, you know, you like put tin foil down a little bit, try to get the stick. Whole tin foil thing caught on fire because all the grease from from the burgers. Big old fireball sitting in the middle of this gym lobby. I didn't see that part. Yeah, bro. It was bad. And Dr. Aaron comes in, the first time I ever heard him cuss, bro. And he goes, bro, get, get this fucking thing out of here, here now, bro. <laughs> Dr. Aaron was cool, that was, man. That was, he was yes. cool. I think he was one of the best professors at the school. Man, listen, man. Like, when I take it back, bro, from the people that I learned from, uh, Scott Sanders, uh, Barry Mistel, uh, Bernie, man, Dr. Aaron, man, is definitely one of those guys that, you know, helped propel me to where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So again, man, you the man, bro. Appreciate you. I That's think I had I think I had more time with Dr. Aaron after college than I had with during college because yeah, yeah. we, we went to the gym, the same gym together. So yeah, he was always fit, bro. Yeah, he was is always he still fit. There? I, he, yeah, he's I always. So. I think yeah, he is. Man, I gotta come out there, man. So, dude, so um, so tell me what happened. So you leave, right? Mm -hmm. Did you transfer to another university and finish a degree, or did you like 
No, I'm starting my dream now. I start my dream now. As soon as I graduated from Weber International University, that was the last time I was there. Hot to my car, started substitute teaching. Um, you know, I was working on my certification of being a, a, a PE teacher. Yeah. Um, got that, you know, thanks to my dad. He put me in there. Um, you know, I was teaching and coaching at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I did that for about two years. How did that feel? How did that feel? It, it felt good, man. Um, you know. Um, I, I love my I love the education world, man. And, you know, it's not fair. Teachers don't get paid enough money, man. Um, you know, I stayed with my parents till I was 26, saved my money up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you know, I, I saved some money up. Smart guy, smart guy. Yeah, bro. You know, and you know, I mean, I got my parents, man. I couldn't have done it without them either. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They could have said, Hey, every team, get the hell out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was paying shout for Shout out to my mom. Yeah, shout out to my mom. Shout out to my mom. You know what I'm saying? 17, like, get out. I ain't getting no scholarship. Like, you know, I went to a, a small school in Minnesota, no scholarship or whatever, and they were paying some hefty bills that I didn't know about, and we didn't have we didn't have that much money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, again, thanks to my parents. Love you guys. You know what I mean? Um, you know, they're now working with me, too. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, Yeah, we can talk about that later, but they work it's with me it's now. It's a family you know? business. I like yeah, that. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, man. You know, the people you love, man, you got to take them with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so you get, you now, you've been doing this for two years, teaching and coaching. Yeah. And then what's the next step? Um, You know, I was in the middle of, you know, I started, when I, during I was teaching, Um, I was also working with other tournaments and stuff like that, you know, scorekeeping and, you know, just building my money up, building my money up and, yeah. you know, being around uh, leaders of certain organizations that run tournaments and yeah. knowing how they do this, knowing how they do that. And I just kept that all in and. You know, uh, one day, um, you know, I also coached too. And uh, one day I was like, you know what? It's time, man. Let me go ahead and just do it. You know what I mean? I just yeah. had the balls to do it. So I ran my uh, Elite Showdown um, in June. Actually, my anniversary is coming next weekend. My uh, 11th anniversary uh, Elite Showdown. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Shout yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, shout yeah. out, bro. So 11 years ago, man, I was busting my ass, bro. Yeah. Um, you know, first tournament I had 26 teams at uh Lake Brantley High School. Dude, your um, first tournament you pulled 26 teams? Yeah, that's not, I mean, that's not a lot, but I mean, well, not I a mean, lot, but think you know, about from, it's a start. from an outside perspective cuz understand like I never I didn't play basketball in high school. Mm -hmm. I didn't get into the basketball circuit. There's a lot of a lot of cats that did cuz let's be real, basketball, I mean, in my opinion in America you have football and then you have basketball. Mm -hmm. It's a very popular sport. But at the same time like if you tell me to put together a basketball tournament, like I'm going to put together like seven dudes and make like one squad with a sub. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. you got 26 like high school teams or just teams. Um, it was scattered, you know, uh, yeah. some third grade all the way up to varsity. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's and, wild. And mm -hmm. you got all these people to join on, on this first venture that you're doing. Yeah, man. And, you know, uh, that you advertise bro, that blows my mind. Well, back then, um, social media wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't that much. So like, you know, emails. Um, I somehow got a hold of some email list or something like that, and yeah. um, they knew me. Like the ref, dude. It's funny. Like my lead ref for me right now, uh, Terry Brooks. Um, he actually was one of the refs that you know was refing while I was scorekeeping. You know, what I mean, I was young, bro. Like, yeah. it's it's you know what? It's funny, man. Like, I mean, a lot of refs that are you know refing at my events. <laughs> They were actually there when I was scorekeeping. I was a kid. You yeah. know what I mean? And now it's like, wow, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they're reffing for me now. You know what I'm saying? So that's crazy, man. So 
your first event, you get all these teams, like everything goes smooth. And what's what's like the next thing? Man, I'm like, you know what? Uh, it was a, it was supposed to be like a one time thing. Yeah. And you know, I looked at my dad or whatever, and I was like, yo, let's do it again. Uh, you know what <laughs> I mean? So, you know, we kept doing it, we kept doing it, and you know, and bro, the work that I had to put in, yeah, is just insane. Like I I remember, bro, like. Damn, man, I don't want to get emotional, but damn, bro. Like, literally, dude, I'll be up, man, till like the next day. I didn't sleep, you know, just to make sure it was a great event. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, You're it's going not the just details. about basketball, trophies, and stuff like that, but you have to have an experience. Yeah. And I made sure I had that experience. I had DJs, I wanted introductions for the kids to come out. Um, all that stuff, man, you know, something for, you know, once these kids are done, even whether win or lose or go home with something, whatever, they're going home with something. And that something is an experience. Yeah. You know, um, once you hit that on the nose, man, back then we didn't have social media like that. Yeah. Well, we had MySpace, Facebook. Yeah. You know, definitely had MySpace um, at, at Weber. Definitely. Shout out Tom. Uh, oh. Shout out Tom. I think I stopped doing MySpace with my freshman sophomore year. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put their music on there. Damn. And shit, like. <laughs> listen, listen. I had all the jams. Yeah. MySpace freak. Yeah, you man. name it. I had it all. It, it took 12 minutes to upload my MySpace page. <laughs> I had like 27 video, like highlight videos from college football mm. players like Reggie Bush and all them shit. The background. The background. Man, man. Yeah. Listen, MySpace was my jam. That's wild. That's why I, I no longer get on social media because it's nothing like MySpace. That was my introduction See, to there it. There you go. <clears throat> but you know what, man? Like, you know what's funny? I still, maybe year two, year three, I still use that, you know, Facebook yeah. to, you know, um, advertise. Yeah. You know, it. I a lot of people wasn't using social media for advertisement yeah. back then. It was just, hey, how you doing? Hey, what are you doing? Hey, is my boyfriend cheating on me? Or You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. That kind of stuff. It was but just stalking. Me, like, you know, I felt, you know, I'm not busting my own bubble, but, you know, um, I felt like I was one of the pioneers to kind of like, yo, let me just put this out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, now, you know, I have a social media team i'm on top of them you know what i mean like i have a social media team now i don't have to do it but i still stay on top of it because i love doing it you know what i mean it's fun it takes a lot of work yes but you know yes. i do believe man i believe back then i was like yo i was telling my friends that wanted to grow their business and stuff i'm like yo hit up yo go on facebook man boost that shit like people's on facebook man you yeah. know what i'm saying like they're gonna see it yeah fucking email like i don't even read email i'm I'm horrible at emails. Yeah. Horrible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm trying to fix that. I got my assistant, you know, on my emails too as well. But like, email just, it's just boring, bro. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah, no, boring, bro. Like, it's like, it's like asking yo, me to read a book, bro. I can't do it. Video on there, man. Let's, <laughs> no, nah, you can do a couple things at once. You know what I'm saying? You can, you know, uh, get this kid exposed, man. You know, good exposure. We interrupt this podcast to bring you Sunterra Solar Solutions, a leading edge solar company committed to making sure they provide a phenomenal experience to its customers. Going solar was one of the best decisions that I ever made. Not only did they provide me a no hassle experience, it didn't feel like a sales experience. It felt like an amazing person to person having a conversation on whether solar was going to be right for me. I was fortunate enough to not only lower my monthly energy cost, but they gave me an option to be able to create a stabilized monthly bill that I could prepare around. 
I qualified for a new customer incentive that put cash in my hand after installation, as well as I qualified for a tax credit at the end of that same year after I had it installed. All in all, not only was it the best decision I ever made, I lowered my monthly energy costs, I stabilized my bill, I put a ton of cash in hand, it felt like I got paid to go solar. And my most favorite part that I haven't even mentioned, it eliminated my exposure to future increasing rates from the utility companies. So if you think going solar is the right thing for you, by all means, hit us up in our DMs. We can connect you with a sales associate today. And now back to the episode. You know what I mean? Put it out there. You know what I'm saying? Put your you know, your flyer on there on top of that too. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. make, it, make it pop. You know what I mean? It's a different generation, bro, right now. Yeah. Compared to what it was before. Before it was boring. I was boring. But, you know, good thing we're, I mean, I'm an 80s baby. I don't know y'all. Yeah. We can fucking adapt, bro. Absolutely. Yes. Man, I'm so glad, man. I, you know, I'm born in the 80s, bro. I just adapt to shit. I know what kids like. You know what I'm saying? I know how to coach certain kids. I mean, these kids are damn, I don't know, they're spoiled now, but like, but. (laughs) We got them. We got them. We know they're spoiled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, you know, back then I used the Facebook. Yeah. So that's crazy, man. Yeah. So different ways of advertising it. So now you've put together quite a few events, right? Mm-hmm. You've got a whole bunch of things. Like when's the first tick in your head? Like, bro, I'm getting ready to start a league. You know what's funny? Um, you know, uh, I mean, I did a couple times and, you know, I had to put a schedule together. Now, bas- uh, travel basketball back then was from February to July. Maybe get one in August, lucky. Yeah. And then you have to respect the fact that football season is August to January. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, and I was a football guy too. Yeah. So I respected that. Like yeah. right here. I respected that shit. Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? What about them kids? And you know, like, okay, let me rewind. So I was like, you know what? All right, let's go ahead and let's try one in August. Let's try one in September. Yeah. Did that. It was it was it was good turnout, you yeah. know what I'm saying? We did it. And then, you know, when you hit September, October, you're like, okay, you got those high school coaches like, yo, um what you doing? Why are you playing, you know, ball over here? You know what I'm saying? A lot of high school coaches were like pissed. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, they were like, they yo, kids why are, the fuck? You're taking kids. Why the fuck you we, this is high school season, you know what I'm saying? Cuz high school season, high school is more important to than travel ball back then yeah you know what i'm saying and um you know they always thought like people like me was against them i wasn't against them it's like i'm thinking about the other kids that didn't make the team what about what are they gonna do yeah you know what i'm saying that trouble kid that don't have the grades what are you gonna do that kid that's in the hood you know what i'm saying like yeah selling dope whatever you know what i'm saying get him out that shit let's you know you know what i mean let's have some extra yeah. events get them on the those court kids yeah. that's what i did it for yeah um you know, and it's funny, like, if Facebook, you would yeah. see these coaches, bro, just commenting and saying, why the hell are you having tournaments in September, October? <laughs> we got tryouts. I got a kid that hurt his ankle and all that. Yeah. Listen, man, I'm not I'm not trying to take your kids, your best kids, bro. Like, these are for the kids that, you know, need to develop. That kid that you cut, okay, he got something to go to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, for it, it sucks as a parent when, you know, your son, daughter comes home and like, man, I didn't make my team. Yeah. And they looking forward for that shit. Like, okay, boom. You know, I'll find you a travel team to, you know, play in dynasty tournaments. So, you know, 
went to October. I'm like, you know what? Okay, let's do. Who's out there October? What October? November. 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 There we go. November, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah, I had to wake you guys up. Right now, right now, right Get you some water, man. But no. Uh, um. So no, I started. You know, doing um, tournaments then, you know, yeah. they even got more pissed, but they just didn't get it. You know, I wasn't that type of guy to go in their DMs and say, hey, man, this is what I'm doing for now. Nah. And then I'm, I'm just behind the scenes. I watch. I see what they say. Whatever. I'm like, whatever. I just ignore it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I was, you know, you know, we, Dynasty Hoops, we were the first ones to run tournaments from August to December. You know, um, we were the only ones. Yeah. And it was successful. Yeah. You know, most mostly our December tournaments was was very successful because it's break. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. Um, some kids do, you know, kind of shy away from the high school tournament and go or whatever, you know, just to get some run in and sneak off or whatever. But yeah. you know, um, I'm not promoting that. I'm not promoting high school players that play. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not that man. You know what I'm saying? I want everybody that loves the game and wants to develop. I mean, I'm all about developing, bro. So yeah. if you love basketball, man, we we're here for you. You know, and it's funny, everybody else fell after me and, you know, well, after Dynasty Hoops and running tournaments year round. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 dude, it's off. Like, bro, I'm just telling you right now, man, nobody was running any basketball tournaments from September to December. Yeah. Nobody until I did it. Now everybody's doing it. Everybody's trying you to do it year saying? round. Like everybody's yeah. doing it. Like you got to have one trailblazer though. You you hey, have yeah, to. You yeah, have man. to have somebody to take the chance you know and take saying? that. We talk about that a lot though. The trailblazer always gets a lot of flack. There's always there's always the the chirps that come with it. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, when you get the turnout that you're looking for, everybody you start seeing yourself growing. Yeah. And those guys that are doing a little chirping from the sideline end up like, hey man, well, how can we get involved? Or, hey, I, I got a kid, you know, can you coach him up? Like, something like that, you know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's so, cool, man. Yeah, that's man, amazing. It, I mean, it's great to start that in, in the state of Florida, bro. And I think they're doing that all over the country now. Yeah. And it, it's been, it's been all over the country. I believe yeah. AAU gives you more exposure than high school uh, sports can ever give you now. Uh -huh. Because you're in front of different people that well, you normally wouldn't get in front of. I know. I think that's – that. I will say that. Not to completely disagree with that. I think for basketball, I think – I think football, though, for some reason, just gets on a mainstream, especially since they made Huddle. You know that? Yeah. What they, uh, that site? It's so that much better than how we. Man, we had fucking tapes, like you know. Yeah, what I'm you had like, VHS we had to tapes. Mail them out. Them coaches weren't watching that shit. Yeah, not at all. You know, what I mean, now it's a lot easier, bro. Yeah. Huddle and all that stuff. You could just, you know, put Throw it, it in. for basketball too now. And yeah. Dude, it's a lot easier, bro. Football so, is different because they're taking off in like seven oh seven. Yeah, they're, 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 they're taking off in flag football, and you get those kids that may not, they can't hit like Lance, but they have all the athletic you ability. Remember that? Hey, I gotta bring this hey, up. Man. You remember Yannick when I? Yeah, yeah, Yannick, yeah. Twice his helmet came off. <laughs> remember that? Y'all remember that? No, hey, listen. Hey, Yannick was a hell of a player, bro. Oh yeah, hell Yannick of a fucking a, player, bro. Yo, but we, like, we just interviewed Pooch. We just interviewed oh, yeah? Pooch. Yeah, we sat down in the locker room uh when he's taking over the head coaching job there and all that so yeah, that shit was we awesome, we actually we went through the ranks we went through the ranks of yannick we went pooch we did grady and we did uh nate yannick was that man bro i yeah. had to man you know so i ain't i ain't played that much whatever now especially i was burnt out but yeah you know i'll never forget that man two straight plays in a row when the same was something died 34 dive whatever it was i mean you guys <laughs> and him just Boom! His helmet came off twice. It was like, oh shit! Like, yo! 
Man, wait, shout out to Yannick, man. I love you, bro. You hey, I'll never forget that, man. You That's know what I'm fantastic. That's just one of my football past, man. Listen, we always know. see Yannick. We see yeah, Yannick yeah. every, oh, every yeah. home game. All the game. Cool, cool, so, cool. That's what's up, man. I got to come out there, bro. That's all so, it is. You're missing that, that camaraderie yeah, that you don't realize these guys still come back and show up. Yeah. Yeah. And I always told myself, man, I gotta, you know, I always gotta show love, man. I, I you never forget where you come from, yeah, never. And you know, Weber is one of those places where, like, damn, bro, yeah, you know, it was a small school, you know, it was like less activities to do, but man, bro, I, I learned a lot more than I did where I, wherever I was before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yes. I tell people know. all the time, like, if if I if I went to a big school, I didn't. I didn't understand the dynamics of the real world. And we, we dove into that, into the pooch episode. Like it was kind of, kind of a little bit of a deep moment, but um, I didn't understand how, how to really like, I understood how to make friends, but I didn't understand how to communicate in an adult setting and having to be in that environment. It's very personal. You know, you're dealing with all different levels of, of people because it's such a small tight knit uh, university. Yeah. So it really kind of, when I got into the real world, everything that I was able to register, like things that I needed, if I had to communicate this or do that or do this or how to, how to work hard. Like when I got into the real world, I found a lot of the people that were around me, like just didn't understand. And they were just like, you know, you need to help me with this. I was like, well, you could just figure it out. You know what I mean? That was a big thing. So I I get where you're coming from with that. That was huge for me coming up. Yeah, man. Speaking of push, bro, that mother dude, Man, when like when I worked out with you guys for the first time, bro. Yeah. He was there for the first year or something like that. Uh, graduate assistant or something, man. But mm-hmm. that motherfucker made me squat so low, bro. <laughs> Dude, I was like, what the? He gonna bring it out, you? He gonna bring it out? <laughs> he, he, he brought it out, me man. Yeah. And look, he like I skip leg days every day because of him. Hey, <laughs> 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 I, mean, I, mean, I heard awesome. it is now, but like, man. That's awesome. But yeah, yeah, that that was my poo story, man. You know. Um, he was always in a defensive end or whatever. Yeah. So I was on offense. So that was, you know, that was it. With Coach Pooch, man. Yeah. Congratulations, head coach. You so, know what I mean? So that's, so that's he's running the ranks. Let me ask you this, man. So, what year is did you put your league together? Like it's now formulated and now you've taken the leap from just doing events to now this is a year round league that you've put together. It's its whole entity. Um, when did that officially start? That, you know, I, I don't know the year, um, but. It was that same year where I had to make that decision to where I'm coaching football at Lyman High School. I was a varsity coach there uh, from the running yeah. backs. A thousand yards automatically for y'all running backs if I coach you up, man. Just letting you know. <laughs> but, uh, automatic. There you go. Um, but, you know, it was doing that and I had to give up that job because Dynasty was getting big. And then I was teaching PE and it was my last year, my fifth year of certification up. Yeah. Um, you know, was never good at I was never good at standardized tests, man. I sucked at it. You know, it took me like five times to pass that PE test. Yeah. Had to do another one, some other test or whatever, and you know, couldn't pass that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I was like, okay, I guess that means I'm just gonna run Dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> Full time. Yeah. You know, and um I did that, man. It was a bit of a leap of faith. Yeah. And, you know, I had money saved up. Thank God my parents staying with them. And, um, you know, I was like, yo, full force. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So pretty much like, and this thing wasn't really generating the type of revenue for you to live off of yet. And you're just like, hey, man, it's now or never. You know, and take the leap. The funny thing was, you know, we were, my dad, you know, very generous guy. Yeah. Generous. Even generous behind the scenes. Yeah. And, you know, 
these events that we were that doing, that. these events that we were doing, man, um, he was actually, you know, putting some money into the teams, you know, that we were doing, you know, a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it you know, it's funny, man. Like, you know, we had kids, we would pick them up. Um, we would do a lot of things for the kids, man. And these parents, bro, like, I mean, they just didn't care, bro. Like they didn't care at all. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, my dad came with me. He was like, yo, listen, man, you know, this is what we doing with our events. This is how we doing. You know, um, Hey, if you, you can't teach them more, you can't do that. Let's, let's do it, man. Yeah. Be my guest. And he said wow. so nonchalantly, he was like, Hey, you can do it. Go ahead. I was like, <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go. You know what I mean? So, you know, again, you know, leap yeah. of faith. Um, we did it. You know what I'm saying? Um, we used to sponsor a hell of a lot of kids. You know, we had to cut some sponsorships out, you know, unfortunately. But, you know, um, but we're doing great now, man. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you Where's, know. Where'd the idea to come? So now that, now that you've kind of, you dedicated your whole time to it. Yeah. And next thing you know, like probably in the next year or two, you just start seeing blossoming growth. just growth, growth 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 when did the idea of going to different states come into play um yesterday <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. fantastic so this is but, the, the but, moment in time know, when it happens i i've thought about it you know i mean that's always been my dream to you know either yeah. franchise or you know do you know certain events give give people that dynasty hoops experience yeah. Uh, not only you know uh for the state of florida but you know nationwide internationally too as well you know, I also want to do an event in Puerto Rico, you know. Um, yeah. We do have a lot of teams that come from Puerto Rico. They support us. I support them. You know, I'm working on my Spanish. I took about six classes my whole life, and, you know, <laughs> I still kind of suck at it. Um, okay, but I'm doing so, your I'm, thing. I'm, yeah, I'm still working on it, man. But, um, you know, hopefully, you know, I'm looking to do a, a tournament out there in, in Puerto Rico next year in, in August. Wow, for 2024. So. That's crazy. So, so tell me the design of your league. So you is it still just like tournament style stuff and you go tournament to tournament? Or is it like a full season like you would see in high school or in college of the NBA? So it's tournament to tournament. So, you know, it's on one weekend, three days or two days. Yeah. Um, you sign up. You know, some teams do get invited. You know, some of the best teams, they get invited and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we have we range from like 25 to 30 tournaments a year. Uh, yeah, it's a lot, man. So, you know, those teams that, you know, go undefeated the whole year, I'd invite them free bid to play in our world championships, which is, uh, you know, July 7th to the 9th this year. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a few teams out there, you know, Team Fly. Um, who else is out there? Where's the world event at? You, uh, yeah. it's, it's at the Big House. Uh, the Big House in Tavares, Florida. Nine courts. Okay. All, everything under one, one uh, roof. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know they had something that big. Oh, nine yeah, courts? It, yeah, nine courts. Um, I just came from Gainesville uh, last weekend, 10 courts. Beautiful facility, state of the art. Wow. Um, I loved it, man. It was awesome. That's crazy. 10 courts. So what is, God, man, that's insane. So you're yeah. talking about 30, 35, to, like you said, tournaments a year, bro. You're, I mean, you're doing a tournament every other weekend kind of thing. Something or, like that, man. Yeah. 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 So what is your, what is your daily role in this thing? Cause obviously, you know, you guys kind of, you built it up, but it seems like you're very hands-on from oh. what I've seen from afar. Um, you know, I used to be like, man, way back when I was very hands-on with each division, but now, you know, our, our brand is out there. So, yeah. you know, teams do register, 
Uh, we do have an app, Dynasty Hoops Tournaments app, where people can uh, teams can register. Yeah. You know, so right now I'm very hands on me with the girls side. You know, uh, girls are growing in Florida. You know, shout out to y'all uh, girls coaches out there, man, doing your thing. Uh, they're growing, so I'm very hands on with them because there's different levels. Like, you know, with the boys, if you have a seventh grade division, you got a seventh grade division. With the girls, you may have a seventh grade, eighth grade division. Yeah. You know, because some eighth grade teams may have a seventh, sixth grader, sometimes a fourth grader on a team. So, wow. you know, um, I do talk with these coaches. You know, sometimes these conversations get long, bro. Like, my, you know what's funny, man? You know, 24 hours, you know, I don't know, it's 24 hours is not enough, bro. <laughs> no, it's, it's not, not enough, bro. When, it's once not you enough. A business owner, bro. Yes. It's not enough. I feel you, bro. I feel you 100%. Like, like, dog. Like, I don't try to be rude to people sometimes. I'll be like, yo, man, like, what do I don't take this long? You know, I'm a prioritizer. I prioritize. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, some people may think I'm, like, being rude. But it's like, yo, there's more important things that we need to do. Yeah. You know, let's work on this first and then this. You know what I'm saying? Because... But dude, like, yeah, twenty four hours, bro. Like, it just doesn't seem like it's ever enough. Nah, man. But, but I, I, man, you know, one of my grandest, I take naps, bro. I, I, take, naps. <laughs> I take naps. I don't get I, sleep. I don't sleep, man. Take naps. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's, 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 that's that Kevin Gates. That's Gate. real. Though. That's hey, real. Like, we're gonna clip if, that shit. Yo, if you want clip. that, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? But uh, like, that's where I'm at right now, bro. Yeah. Like, I get up in the morning. You know, uh, sometimes. Four something, five something. You know, your body's always first, man. You know what I'm saying? That's your shield. Yeah. You gotta take care of your body. Health is first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's why we're drinking this water here, bro. You, you know. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, but for real, your body, man, you gotta take, you know, health. There's no wealth without health. You yeah. gotta take care of your body, man. You know what I'm saying? You got loved ones too that love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you got to exercise every day, 15, 30 minutes. You know what I mean? We getting older, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, I'll take you to the extreme. I got Surge working with me. I ain't going to lie to oh, you. you guys, oh, yeah. I see, so, yeah, yeah, I see so, you yeah. for Surge. Yeah, hey, man. So, hey, shout out to Surge, man. Old roommate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Surge, Surge is- hey, you know, it's funny, dude. Like, hey, man, I have an experience with Surge, man. I want to apologize as a man, bro. We were roommates. Cool guy, man. Outgoing guy, bro. Like, yeah, one of the best guys. Surge. Yeah, one of the best guys you ever met. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I had you know, the chance to be his roommate. He was right across the the room, man. And like, and I, you know, I, I was quiet in college because I was very like determined. I was just ready to go in the real world. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah. like, you know, get the hell away from me type shit or whatever. But, yeah. you know, I mean, yo, this one day, man, like I go in the bathroom and, you know, I'm trying to use my soap and it's just getting that splurging sound like there's no soap in there. You know what I'm saying? We both <laughs> use the same bathroom. <laughs> so, yo, I fucking, dude, I, I was just, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, yo, Serge, man, like, and we had no money back then. So it was like, yeah. you know, I worked hard for this shit. Everybody you know? was balling on the budget. <laughs> so, <away. laughs> like, yeah, something small as soap, bro. I feel so, like, like, I told, I was like, yo, Serge, man, like, damn, bro, like, yo, you use my soap, man? And it was like, yeah, man, I did. Like, bro, I, I man, I think I was cold hearted, bro. I was like, man, don't do that. Get some shit. Dude, he didn't talk to me for a good, like, three days. <laughs> and it, but it, yeah, bro, like, I could feel the vibes, too, man. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of thought about it. I was like, yo, man, this is fucking so, bro. And then I I, I, I took sir, like, we, we spoke, man. I said, hey, sir, let's talk, man. Because we, we were roommates, bro. We were yeah. Roommates, bro. You know what I mean? And um, we spoke about it, man. And, you know, he was like, yo, man, we're just fucking so, bro. 
said this like that. And I'm like, dude, I understand, oh, man. I'm sorry, man. You know what We got to get this. We got to get this. We got to get this. I'm about to do this right here. I'm about to call Serge right now live oh, on the podcast. Man. Here we go. Why, why he's calling Serge? Your dad uh, did something. I want him to go back. Hold up. Here we Your go. dad did something that my dad always used to say. Mm-hmm. He said, eventually you're going to find something to take serious mm-hmm. and do just that. So I felt like your dad was saying, he was just trying to figure out what you was going to take serious so he can dive in there with you. Everybody, yeah, everybody going to hear this on the podcast right now. Because <laughs> as a dad, you want to make sure, hey, look, if I can help you in any type of way, I'm going to do just that. And you know what? He always put me in position to win, bro. He always did, man. He was tough Sorry on Sorry to our guests who are waiting for this. He was Damn. Oh, calling surgery. Damn. Yeah. Hey, he's Serge, busy. He's you let busy us working. down. <laughs> he didn't answer. He's too busy working out some people, man. <laughs> I, I got to yeah. sign up for that class. I'm, I'm one of those things. Like, yeah, Serge's man, a beast. Dude, my dad's the biggest part of my life, bro. Like, um, if it wasn't for him, dude, like, dude, I wouldn't be where I'm at, man. Like, yeah. He put me in position. He was a fucking tough ass. Like, right now, everybody... Would look at him like, you know what I mean? Uh, it's a different world. Uh, a, a generous teddy bear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not that guy. That guy? No, man, dude, that man was rough on me, bro. Yeah. You know, Guyanese, disciplinary yeah. dude. You know what I mean? Like, with my in front of my family, in front of my teammates. He was hard on me, bro. And I never got why. You know what I mean? I had two younger siblings, and he wasn't that hard on them. But, yeah. you know, man, bro. But it made me the man who I am today. He, you know, put me in position to win. He put me in that position to play, uh, to work for winning ways. You know what I'm saying? He made sure I went to work. He made sure I did this. He made sure that. He made sure I was a substitute teacher after graduating. You know what I'm saying? So it, he actually helped pave the way for me to be where I'm at today. Make sure you did something with your life. That's awesome. That's, yeah. the, that's the biggest part about it. You don't want, you you, you realize time is, we got a small window mm-hmm. before that person just feels like they take their foot off the gas. And he made sure that you value the time that you have. Yeah. Because when you get older, you're setting your ways. Mm-hmm. So as a young guy, he's like, I got to make sure he develops the right habits. Exactly. Because if not, he's going to develop the wrong habits. He's going to go down the wrong, in the wrong path. Like you, sometimes you got to push them in the direction that they need to go. Mm-hmm. So he really just said, man, whatever you want to do, I'm your biggest cheerleader. And I feel like as a father, that's what we do. I'm your biggest cheerleader. Yeah, man. But at the same time, I need you to understand that you have to take this serious. Because people are going to look at you that way. Mm-hmm. So he just pushed you in that 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 narrative into that and role. he's still pushing, bro. I'm, yeah. what, I'm 35 years old, dude. And he's still, you know what I'm saying? He, so there's times where we do have this serious talk. Like, hey, dad, man, I got this shit. And he's like, yeah, I'll give you the keys. But he's still, <laughs> he's still, he's still you know what I'm saying? Like, hey. You know what I mean? But it's all love, bro. Like, you know, you don't want to see your loved ones fail, but if you do see them fail, you pick them up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's why, you know, my circle is real small, man. I'm always around my parents, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? They've been very, I mean, obviously, I'm not born, bro. Like, thick and thin, anything, bro. Any situation, bro. I could tell them anything. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. Dude, so veering back into it, right? So tell me a little bit about what is what is your daily function in a tournament you have now, the biggest tournament you guys run, like you said, would probably be Worlds. Is that right? That's one of them. Yeah, it's, it's one <laughs> of them. So how many how many teams will you get to your biggest event? The most teams I ever had was 152 teams. My God. Yeah. So, my God. So you get 152 teams. That's why I say you don't sleep. All in the same city, <laughs> working off nine courts under uh-huh. one roof, right? Like, what are you doing for the next three days? Like, obviously, number one, you're not sleeping. You're barely napping. 
Obviously. Well, uh, that was 10 years ago, but, you know, I built a team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I, I don't call myself a boss. I call myself a leader. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're all, you know, we're all in it together. You know what I'm saying? So um, I have a team that take care of operation, a team that take care of, um, you know, site directing, you know what I mean, and uh, social media and stuff like that. So, you know, it's less work. You know, I, I mean, I do talk to coaches because, you know, I like to carry that relationship, know what type of players they got, who to, you know, who, who's your best player. You know what I'm saying? Uh, wh- which player could play at that next level? You know what I'm saying? Our yeah. models prepare for the next level. So, you know, um, that's my job. So now that, you know, you know, we have our brand now and, you know, I have my team together. Now I can focus on the higher and better things as far as guineas, kids to the next level, you know, um, increasing the you know the talent that we have at our tournaments and stuff like that making sure that you know we have this brand here in florida okay let's go to texas let's go to georgia let's go to phoenix yeah. you know what i'm saying so you know i'm looking at That's bigger wild. better things for you so know, our team do you ever uh affiliate with college coaches to get them to come see the play i do um you know we haven't run any ncaa certified events yet yeah um you know we plan on doing that in the next year or so um but you know I do deal with JUCO coaches, um, Coach Shaw from Weber. Yeah. He, he came to my Dynasty Live. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. you know, and you know, I just spoke to Kaiser University. He was at my last Daytona event. You know, small schools. You know, uh, you know, our tournaments right now is right below that high tier. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you know, we do have some a couple shoe teams that trickle in and stuff like that. You know. Um, you know, so we're kind of right below, you know, made hoops and uh, EYBLs and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're working our way there, man. So I guess, and this is like, like I said, I don't, I'm not in this market. So I'm literally being educated right now. Mm-hmm. So when you say you're here and there's a couple teams that are just, just above this hump, right? Where you're about to pass over. Cause let's be real. You're going to go to different States. You're about yeah. to hold some NCA type tournaments, like you said, and it's like speaking to the future. So what do you think is that you have to do in the next year to make sure that all these things, all these dreams that you have become a reality? Partnering with the right people. You know, it's a, it's a yeah. dirty business. Um, you know, when you partner with, you know, some guys that's just straight for the money, like, it, it, it's it's not a good product. It's you hard. I mean, so you got to, in any business, man, you got to work with good people. Yeah. You know, it could be your employees, it could be your staff, your colleagues, um, you know, people you want to work with, whatever. It has to be good people. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, anybody could just screw you, take the money and go, whatever. And those type of people doesn't add any value to your product. Yeah. Um. So, you know, what I'm doing is, you know, I'm actually talking to someone now, great people, you know what I mean? And we already spoke about, you know, running events that will reach about 400 to 600 teams um in one weekend uh so that's that's all in the works now yeah you know um but yeah that's in the near future is just you know connecting with other people and you know making sure they're good people yeah you know what i mean and that for the right intentions have yeah. the right you know similar visions yeah you know um if you're bad at this thing maybe i might be good at this thing you know yeah. what i mean i need this you know you need that I got it. You got it. You know what I mean? Put yeah. it all together. Boom. We have a great event. So, Makes sense. you know, I actually do know somebody. I just, just sp- had a two hour conversation with this guy uh, yesterday. 
Um, you know, we, we, we can speak for days, but, you know, he has good connects with NBA scouts, um, you know, NBA players too as well that have that connection with, you know, those college coaches. Yeah. So, you know, that's something that we need. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think I'm good people, so, yeah. you know what I mean? I, you know, we, we run some good, you know, organized events, and, you know, he needs help in that uh, in that department, so, yeah, you know, why not do it together? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so uh, tell me this, and I know, I know I'm kind of hung up on this, but it just, to me, it, it amazes me, like, how do you get 200, you said three to 400 teams in one weekend? How do you get that many teams playing that many regulation games? I've, um. In you know, one weekend. It's all day long. Yeah, it's all day long. Yeah, it's all day long. You need a shitload of courts. Um, yeah. You know, so there's there's courts out there. Um, you also have multi-courts. You know what I'm saying? You can use this court that has nine courts. You can use this place 10 miles away that has maybe 10, you know, six over here. Different high schools. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get them involved, fundraising and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, again, it's just all about working together. You know what I mean? Um, but that wouldn't be hard at all. My, my main concern is how do you get the, the kids to train throughout the week? Because tournaments are just that. You, you're, you're training. I mean, you're hosting these tournaments on the weekend. Mm-hmm. But when do these kids practice? So, you know, typically, you know, really good teams, like travel, true teams, they probably practice once a week. If that, you know what I'm saying? Like they know the ball. And, you know, the way the NBA is right now, it's so easier, so easy right now to play ball right now is running gun, dribble handoff, screens. ISOs. You know what I'm saying? It's so easy how it was back in the day where you had to run specific plays and all that UCLA cuts, all that stuff, man. So now it's just, you know, um, it's it's a, it's a lot easier if you know the game and you're trained by the right trainer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, with those type of team uh, type of teams, shoot teams, they're good. But you know, when it comes to developmental teams and competitive teams, you know they do need practice. You know they need you know one to two days of practice. Me personally, me personally, um, you know, I'm old school. So I believe in two to three practices a week. Yeah. And, um, you know, in this generation, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, I've, I've tried the past couple years, man. I, You know, we had, like, I have a program and, you know, we had two practices a week. And, you know, maybe four kids would show up on a Tuesday. And then on Thursday, you know, everybody shows up. But your point guard doesn't show up. Your floor general, your coach on the floor. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? You so, got that Allen Iverson mindset. We talking about practice, dude. Your practice, practice, practice. You <laughs> talking about practice? Talking about practice. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, that's why you know training is you know it, it boomed, man. You know, uh, God rest his soul, Kobe Bryant, man. When he passed, you know, it put a lot of basketball players, you know, minds perspective. Like, yo, I need to train. I need to work. I need to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I know these trainers, man, uh, these good, great trainers, man, are, are are getting these clients, bro, getting these kids, man, making sure they play the game the right way. Yeah. That's that's one thing about me, man. Like, when I'm at my events, I'm looking for kids that play the game the right way. Even when I coach. Yeah. You know, I coach very passionately. I'm very passionate about it. You know what I'm saying? I get zero sense out of it. Like, I just want to make sure kids are playing the right way. That's it. Yeah. Very simple. I'm a simple guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, black and white. Like, you know, um, but, you know, with these kids, man, you know what I'm saying? You know, in this generation, you know, it's tough. It's tough. But we, we try to get them any way we can. 
you yeah. know. So, and, and they have so much shit to do. Like, you know, it's a social media generation. They're on their phones. Uh, oh, I got homework today. I can't make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude. It's Yeah, it's weird. When you say that to me, it was like homework. What? Like, nah, I'd like, rather go to practice. Yeah, like, no, nah, you go to practice. Let's be real. And then you fit homework in later. Education like, first, everybody. But yes. let's be real on the 14-year-old's mind. Like, yo, I want to go hoop real quick. I, You know, I got a tournament. Boom, I could knock my homework out right after school or during school or after yeah. practice. You know what I'm saying? So, well, Education means practice is education. That it's, is, just a, it's just a different point. Facts. Discipline. You know what I'm saying? It's an investment. Like, when parents think it's expensive or whatever, it's an investment for your child. Yeah. We all play sports. You know what I'm saying? I believe football's, you know, hey, you live life through a helmet. You know what I'm saying? Through a face mask. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's life. You know, basketball, too, discipline, everything, man. Like, teamwork. That's life. You know what I'm saying? I got a team, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, when I started out, man, I did everything on my own. Because, you know, that was hunger. That was motivation. That was, you know, but in order to get up to the top, you need a team, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, yeah, I mean, great point, man. So that I, is edu- sports is education, bro. Yeah, it takes you out of that and that the, the mental uh, mental health, bro. We're in a mental health generation too, where it's out there, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but you, but you do have to be a little bit uh, different. You you find out who you are. Mm-hmm. Through sports, through basketball, I want to I want to tell you zero doubt my my side story. Just mm-hmm. like you, basketball was my first love. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows that, but I know that. Bro. You mean I, playing it <laughs> yeah. in in AAU? We had we didn't have like AAU back in the day. Throughout back in the day when I was growing up, you played it throughout the summer. You had tournaments throughout you the summer. Not when I was growing up, not in Miami where I was at. Okay. We didn't have AAU. We had yeah, just the, the we had the parks. Where you played at park, the rec parks, yeah, where yeah. you had your own teams and you had the age groups, and so and <laughs> exactly you yeah. had the real different breed. We had a team where we were undefeated. We were them dogs, and I was your I, I was your point guard. <laughs> he said, "I know." I, I was your, I was your point guard. So my my, my first year really playing on a team, we made it to the championship, mm-hmm. and in the championship game we were up by I want to say we were up by one, and I steal the ball and I get fouled, and I got to shoot the free throws. Yeah. If I make one, we're up by two. If I make both of them, we're up by three. And for, for the most part, we won the game. Yeah. I go to the free throw line, I bomb the first one. Mm-hmm. All your teammates, you look at your teammates and you're like, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, they're like, you better make the second one. You wait, wait, be, you're down one. No, we're up. Oh, you're up. We're oh, okay. up. Oh, okay. We're up. Up. So you get okay. that steal. So, okay, got you. And you know for a fact they're going to foul you. Mm-hmm. So I, I, take, I, I go to the foul line, I take the first free throw, nice. I miss it. Second free throw, they're like, okay, at least we'll be up by two if Keon makes the second one. I was like Shaq at the free throw line. Yeah, it, you, yeah. you might as well just count that as a miss. Uh-huh. But they had confidence that I was going to make it. I don't know what gave them that confidence. It wasn't happening. It wasn't going to happen. Dude. It wasn't going to happen. So I missed it. Uh-huh. They get the ball. They get the rebound. They go down. It's probably like five seconds left. Yeah. And we all did that drill. Five, four, yep. three, yep. two. And the kid makes the game-winning shot. And you got to take that long bus ride back home. Yeah. And the whole team, regardless of how the game went. They whooped your ass. They all that. went down to like, you cost us the game. Wow. And it's the championship game. Damn. No, no, you ain't going to beat my ass. No, no, you ain't going to beat my ass. But nevertheless, you, you learn at that particular point, I'll never let that happen again. At that particular point in my life, I said, if, if, if it ever came down to me, mm-hmm. I'm going to do my job. So I learned at a young age, yeah. if you do your job, 
it, it just flows better. And be accountable for what you do and how you contribute. And, and, and you know, that that's, you know, that, that's life itself, man. You know what I'm saying? It takes failures to become successful. You know what I mean? Like, learning that, uh, something like that at a young age, yo, bro. I mean, not even sports, man. You, you just put that, apply that in life in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I had that same experience. It was an all-star game, so I didn't have to go home in a bus. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I played in an all-star game freshman year, bro. I made two free yeah. throws. Damn, we ended up losing the game. I'm like, damn, bro. Sure. And I could have been MVP for that game because, like, I had the last eight points and I had to be on the back pass. Man, look. But, you know, I missed a free throw. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I was so mad at myself, bro. Damn. Like, but, yeah, man, I'm, I mean, I'm glad you shared that, bro. Like, you know, I mean, after that, I'm, I'm pretty sure that made you stronger, bro, as an athlete, as a man. It made you, you know what I mean? It made you prepare. And, and prepare. I, I want to I yeah. tell you, like, in basketball, nobody knows this unless you play this game. But some some games you don't miss. You feel like you you just anything you throw up is yep. going in there. I felt like I was Allen Iverson. You know, we just did that in one commercial. Like this was this was my time, and I missed it in the championship game. And I said, going forward in life, I'm going to be accountable to do my job, and that's how I carried myself. And I say, when you said mental health is important, mm -hmm. back in, in our day, oh, oh, we didn't know about mental health. And we had So, it. so you had to be. No mental health. You had to deal with. No such thing. No, not at all. <laughs> you had to deal with the bullying. You had to deal with them calling you all types yep. of names and yep. so on and so forth and take that on the chin. And this generation, if that happens to a kid, you don't know where he's going to be at. Mm -hmm. He may, you know. Off himself, and I don't want to say that to, to say be negative, but they don't have that life. perseverance yeah, no, that we had. Like you said, or they do some wild shit and just crazy that ends up on the news. But yeah, they never bounce back. And I, I always say, like this in this generation, the only thing I can hope for is I teach them how to bounce back. That hey, look, the sun's coming up tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You got to do the same. You got to just put in more work. I love the the Kobe mentality is because he understood like. I, I I train to make sure I can just make it effortlessly. If I yeah. miss it, it's it's just out of rhythm. It's one of those things that I, I did something wrong, and mm -hmm. that's the biggest part about basketball. People don't realize is that you can have all the mechanics, all you did all the drills. Mm -hmm. you, you you can really have the game plan in place, but it's all about execution yeah. and how you play as a team. So as you're running these tournaments. Yeah, are you in the coaches wearing the coach's hat, or you you say you don't call yourself a boss? Are you in the owner's box? Like you know what? I'm gonna let these guys go out there and only give them snippets of things that they can critique. When I'm on my events, I do have teams that I do coach, um, and you know I use my events to have them get better, develop. You know, especially my good national teams that I have. You know what I'm saying? Um, I used to have a national team that played in the grind session, which is one of the top caliber uh, international leagues, uh, which was in Phoenix. And I use my events to, you know, propel them for, you know, uh, bigger and better exposure. Um, but, you know, I usually wear the coach's hat in my own event as if I'm not even because I do have people that are managing uh, people to report to. There's a couple people, you know what I'm saying? But if if it, extreme issue happens, then it comes to me, you know. But if I don't have a team coaching, what I want to do is I want to sit and relax and watch. I want to watch, okay, who's the next 
uh, Anthony Simons. You know what I'm saying? Um, Anthony Simons, he plays for, you know, the Blazers, hometown kid, humble kid, great family. Shout out to them. Um, you know, um, I, I just want to watch these kids blossom and see who's who's a hooper, who's who's playing the game the right way. When you, when you say the right way, I, I feel like it, there is no right way because you see when Steph Curry goes out there, he's just man, taking. He fucked up the game. He, he messed up the game, so it's, it's Yo, no. So it, everybody's trying it and it ain't working. Yeah, like he should have been court. Stop shooting these damn threes. You ain't <laughs> catered to the paint. You're not driving in, bro, bro. Like, but nah, man. Um, you know, I, it's very simple, bro. The game is very simple. So bro. what's the right way? Because I'm, I'm to me. I'm thinking like there is no right way. It's you're the pioneer. On one break, you got someone committed. You got to dump that ball off. You drive. You kick to a shooter. You know what I'm saying? Like even if it's not a shooter, you drive into the paint. There's three guys on you. You know what I'm saying? That corner shot in the NBA, yo, you it's worth it's millions. Open. It's worth millions of dollars to make that shot in the corner in the yeah. NBA. That's somebody's so, job. You see that type. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a score, right? And he's going to the basket. And everybody knows your score. You got four defenders coming after him. And, you know, he's trying to go up. And you got a shooter in that corner. Maybe that shooter didn't make a basket yet. Or maybe he has three points. But he's a shooter. You better pass that fucking You better chuck <laughs> that fucking ball. You better pass that shit I, you off. Know, I get it. You're a shooter. But, you know what I'm saying? Not all college coaches are looking for scores. You got to know. You have to have good basketball IQ. You got to. Know when to pass. You got to know when to make that crossover. Step back when the trap is coming. You know what I'm saying? Give the extra pass. Know that the ball is past. The ball is faster than the player. That's basketball one-on-one. Get the ball out in transition. Like, those are type stuff. Guys getting the rebound, getting the ball out. You know what I'm saying? That's that IQ that I look for in in my events. I look for kids like that. And then I make sure, hey, I talk to my media team and say, hey. You know, because everything is social media driven. So I say, hey. Get this kid right here. Yeah, I like him. He he can hoop the right way, yeah. and then that way you put it in you know our social media, um, you know engine, and you know you got over what thirty thousand you know in all of our social medias seeing that. You know you never know. You might have a college coach see that. You never know. You never know. Yeah. And, you know with the connections I have and stuff like that. You know, um, you know I do know coaches. So yeah, even. You know, um, shoe shoe sponsor coaches and coaches that get to that level. Like, hey, you know, I have coaches hit me up. Like, hey, coach, you know, you know, you have a six ten wing. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So, and I help them out. Yeah, that's my job. My job is to get these kids out there, prepare for the next level. And you know, if you're ready for that next level, and I see it, and I see, and then I know somebody that needs a. I need that kid. I need a kid just like this. I'm like, okay, boom. Make there the connection. You go. Yeah, I made that connection. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all about connections, bro. And that's why that's I awesome. tell these kids, you never know who's watching. I like how we you went know low I mean? with that. I like you, how we went low with that. You never <laughs> bro, it could be it could be a YMCA event and in body language too. You know what I mean? That's very important. You know what I mean? And uh, I mean if coaches ask me for somebody or some type of event individuals, it's my name on it. So I'm not gonna if they have horrible body language or whatever, you yeah. could be a fucking, you could be a beast. Yeah. Well, you got horrible shit. You got, or you got horrible parents, bro. I'm not going to put my name on it and be like, yo, hey, take this guy. No, no. I wouldn't even mention your name. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta Great be, player. You got to be able to put on 
You got to be able to put on the face and have that authentic authenticity. But yeah. if you think yeah. about the greats, like, and, and this is just a sidebar, but if you think about the greats, they don't always had the, the best attitude. When you think about Allen Iverson, mm-hmm. he didn't have the, he wasn't passing that. I, yep. Kobe wasn't passing yep. that. Yep. They were just taking That's, it and give me the ball and move out the way. That's These, a different generation of basketball, though. But you still have real. it now with your, with your Trey Youngs and all this good stuff. You, it, you John Morant. He's putting up 50 points. He's, they're better without him than they are with him. They move the ball better and more efficient without hey, him. It's funny you say John Moran. You see what the hell he's going through. Yeah, but yeah. He, he is because he's always been about him. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it translates off the court That's as well. I'm saying. I would not want to put my name on that. John Moran's a man. He's a, a beast. beast. Yes. Dog. That's money. That's so, a bag. But would I want to put my money on? I mean, would I want to put my name on that? Hey, you know, you got this kid. And look what he's doing now, man. You know how many kids look up to that kid? I mean, look, I, I had my own program go out to go see the Grizzlies versus the Orlando Magic. I had my kids go see that. And then now look what he's doing now with the, the gun stuff. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, look at me now. You know what I'm saying? Parents can be like, okay, you got my kid watching this guy. You know, you know what I'm saying? But I do believe in growth. He's a young man. I think he's going to change his ways. You know he what I'm hasn't. saying? He just keeps doing the same thing. He is, but you know what? I mean, you get chances, chance. I'm a man of chances, forgiveness. I don't forget. But you know, yeah. Um, hopefully he changed his way. He did it twice. Hopefully he changed three times, his three way. times, three times. Oh, it's three? It's three. It's three now. He did it three times. Yes, it, it's, it's but the you difference know, I is I didn't even hear it. I'm third, bro. But you gotta think Pull about that up. It. You gotta think yeah. about it in in the sense of in this world now, hell, Florida, effective in July. We we're, we're open carry state. Yeah. So everybody has them. We're just not all showing what we have. That's the thing. It's the showing the showing off mentality with that. But this is an Instagram, this is a this is a social media generation. Yeah. I have to let you know what I have. Well, okay, let me tell you something right now. I don't care. Anybody can say whatever the fuck they want. I don't care, dude. That's not cool. Like it's not cool. You're a basketball player. You're you're a star basketball you're player. You're a basketball player. Why don't be Bro, how much gangster, wingster? Don't much is, don't do yeah. that. D- you don't, don't do that. You don't need to look like a gangbanger, bro. <laughs> Everybody knows you got it. Like Everybody everyone knows you got it. And then you ain't grow up like that. That's the thing. You ain't grow up like that. If so, you grew up like that, yeah, I get it. But you ain't But this is this is my this is my chance. And I and I, I, I say this to both you guys. Mm-hmm. This is his chance to show the world. Who he wanted to be, not who he is, but who I want to be. Like, you remember, you, you remember, uh, uh, undercover brother. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I'm a firm believer, and everybody should do their own thing. But he should never do his own thing. He should never do his own <laughs> thing. That's kind of deep. What you just said, like, yeah. you really feel like that's who he wants to be. I want the world to let you know I'm a tough guy. I want I want the world to know I'm, I got that dog in me. That's called. I don't feel like he's Lance, tough that's, though. What you mean? That's if I'm called, if I'm waving a gun, it's not even that letting you. Like that. That's called immaturity. It's called I immaturity. Think, I mean, I agree more. Like I can I can wave shit around. Like anybody could do that. And yeah. and that's you got people calling them out saying that everybody has them. You ain't got to show. Why are you showing? But yeah. but no know, know where you're at. Know where you're at, bro. You got kids looking up to you. You know what I'm saying? You're hooper. How many? How, but how many players we grew up watching? Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. We grew up watching. They don't. They didn't care about being, uh, you know, the, the, your role models. They cared about themselves. The the truth. Charles Barkley. Charles these, Barkley was with Tiger Woods, Vegas. That's man. what I'm saying. These guys didn't care. <laughs> did they wave guns and shit? No, no. no I mean, no. You, you, the difference and that is that wasn't a social generation. This is the social. Yeah. Everybody's seen that. Yeah. 
Nobody saw what they did. What the fuck are you doing? But yeah. the difference is, <laughs> what the, fuck uh, I'm, I'm, the only reason why people are getting mad at John Morant yeah. is because you have enough money to have your own security. That's, That's it. it. So and the way he grew up, because they got pictures of him with the glasses and looking like a nerd. It, he, yeah. grew, he grew. I think it was a middle class. I don't don't quote me, but it was a middle class. That's what I've seen. But like, man, if you came from the hood type, you you know, blood or you know, you had to come, you know, you had to sell this or whatever to get whatever. Okay, maybe I get it. Yeah. You ain't come from that background. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. tell you. I'm gonna tell you. This is crazy. So I grew up watching this show called Family Matters. I know you about you guys mm, yeah. seen it. I, I I never wanted to be Urkel. I always wanted to be Stefan Arkell. Mm. But Urkel was good in school. Urkel still got attention. Urkel was happy being who he was. Uh-huh. But ultimately, he showed you as a different side of him that he always wanted to be. And John Moran is showing you guys. It's a different side of me. Hey, but Stephon ain't carrying no gun, though. Stephon ain't. You got a good point. You got yeah, no idea. The, the yeah. difference is, back in the day, if Jordan really, if he was in the generation that we're in right now, you'd never seen Jordan win six rings. You, if Dennis Rodman, if Dennis no, Rodman no, had no, social no. media, no, he wouldn't gotta, be. He wouldn't gotta, be Dennis Rodman. We have to cut that because nah, <laughs> we have to cut that. No, because you're getting into a long ass conversation, and unfortunately, we got time for one last question. Okay, right, we, unfortunately. We, Otherwise, we would go down the the the, the rabbit hole. But I'm not, I'm not mad about holds. that. But I just want you to notice one thing: if Dennis Rodman had social media, he would have never made it from the Pistons. If he had, if he had social media, yeah, he social ne- media win like like the way we have it now. Uh, if he'd have had it back then, he never. Yeah, he, he would have never would've made it to the to the. Uh, to the Bulls to begin with, he, yeah, he never would have gotten because he went to San Antonio and then he went to the Bulls. He never would have went to San Antonio. What do you do wrong though? What do you mean? No, nothing. Wrong. So, the, well, Dennis, was, what do you mean different. when you when you look at uh, what what was the last dance? Yeah, yeah he you mean he, he, he lost Dennis. Hey, I, I gotta go to Vegas. What's wrong with that? What, what he did in Vegas? What, it, you, what did he do? Do you not know what Dennis did? Dennis lived his life. He partied for four days. What's but, wrong with that? No, 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 there's nothing wrong with it. Here's the, there's nothing wrong with that. No, you're talking about what, what he's talking about is the expectations that you carry. Into, like You're talking about the guy we're just talking about waving a gun, right? But you know what? But that's what I'm saying. Rodman was who he was. Yes. Jaws being something like, is that who he is? No. I don't think he is. And Rodman back then, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, he was piercings he was kissing dudes or whatever i, I don't know if he was, he was wearing dudes, both <laughs> but he was wearing oh not kissing dudes i don't take he that out but he that. was wearing wedding uh wedding dress, wedding dress. yes that was not accepted back then no it wasn't but people accepted him for who he was yes. he was him Ja, when he came like he never waved guns before he never you know he had these short, he had these glass nerdy glasses and stuff yeah now you know what I'm saying you're doing new stuff. Yeah, Rodman, he was Rodman. Yeah, you can. I respect real shit. If you if that's him, that's I respect it. Yeah, but if you being something like yo, you wasn't doing this before, and now you trying to do some gangster stuff, and this is social media. What are you doing? Yeah. like we we trying to get these kids away from gun violence. We trying to. What are you doing, bro? Yeah. All these kids are watching you, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I agree with you. But Rodman, man, he kept it real, bro. Like, he he always keeps it real. I like that opinion. I like that opinion. Rodman kept it real. I actually thought he was phenomenal. I thought he was great. I love Rodman. Like, dude. And then I love the coach. The coach said, hey, this is what you need to do. Because you always got to coach players differently. Yeah. That's what great great coaches do. You need to go to Vegas. Go to Vegas. We need to look at the big picture. We need a championship. So go to Vegas. 
I don't know if they missed a game or two, but go to Vegas. Boom. We had to come get you. Yeah. <laughs> You're here, Jordan. Go get him. That goes to mental health. Bro, that goes to mental health, bro. Back then, yeah. we didn't have awareness like that. So, yeah. with a coach like that, with Phil Jackson, let him do that, bro. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, he let him do it, whatever. Got all that stuff out. Look at it. They got rings. There you go. Made Jordan look good. There you go. <laughs> I mean, he, he did that. So. That's yeah, a wrap, bro. That's fantastic. So, um... I got. We got one last question, we, and unf- right, cool. unfortunately, we got to keep this one short. Then we'll go into the spice of the week. So, if you have just a quick piece of advice that you would give to somebody, you are a prime example of somebody that just said, "This is what I want to do. This is my dream," and you just did it, made it work, figured it out. What is one piece of advice that you would give people out there? Man, listen, man, ain't nobody could tell you different. I've to- I've been told by my friends. Um, I've been told by, you know, close ones. I don't know if you could do that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not too sure, man. It's up to you and the man upstairs. All right. The man upstairs is going to pave the way for you, but you got to work. You got to put in that work. If it ain't no work, man, you know what I'm saying? Faith is dead. So, you know what I'm saying? So as long as you have that faith and you put in that work, no matter how many hours, blood, sweat, tears, you got to do that shit. And it will happen. Place loved ones around you. Put a winning team around you. You know what I'm saying? Um, you'll be successful. There you go. I like it. I love it. So yeah. we're going to move into the last segment that we have. So we do at the end of every episode, we put together something called a Spice of the Week. Uh, sponsored by Joe's Backyard Smokehouse. Right? I'm hungry. Best ribs on the place. Right, right there with you. So, um, <laughs> um, so I'm assuming, obviously, I haven't seen one yet. You know, you're a busy guy, but... Spice of the week. My man don't sleep. Yeah, he don't sleep, baby. He don't sleep. He takes naps. Um, so Kevin Gates. Over the last week, we always we always try to relate, and we want to. The idea behind the spice of the week was to get people to start thinking about a little bit of positives in their lives. There's a lot of negative in everybody's life, and sometimes you can get fixated on looking at that bad shit, right? But every time you look back, there's always at least something where you're like, "Damn, that was actually pretty good," and it gave you that little bit of bump. Finish the week. Have a good one. Get into mm-hmm. your weekend. That whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's the one thing that happened that made your week phenomenal, and you didn't even see nothing negative, right? So that's the idea behind the spice of the week, right? So we're gonna lead off with uh, Kanyezy. Always leads us off, and then we'll go to you, and then to me. So, what is your spice of the week, my brother? So I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, make it real simple. Um, Surge is my trainer. I've been saying that for the couple, last couple of episodes because I want you guys to understand. It's never, it's nothing wrong with having somebody help you. We all need help. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, you know, I, I got this. I can do training. We done did football, so on and so forth. But if I train myself, I'll be like, all right, I've done enough. In Serge's workouts, it's, there's no such thing as enough. He's going to push you to the next level. And I feel so good when I do his workouts because I, I never get comfortable. My goal in in life in this this next chapter in this next year it's my birthday week. This next year, some of babies. It is don't get comfortable, but on top of not getting comfortable, average and stupidity run hand in hand. The person that said your average is is saying it's okay to be stupid. It's okay to just saying, oh, you're just like everybody else. There's no such thing. You're not made like me. I'm not made like you. Show the world who you are, 
and do it to the best of your ability. So my spice of the week, I was in the gym and I just got through killing one of the surge workouts. Yeah. And I didn't want to complete it, but You're I good, man. But I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's that's that shout out to Surge. You know, I tried my best. Surge. He actually pushed me. It's funny. When we uh, met up before the pod, Lance didn't say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> me and my old lineman, bro. Yeah, Dude, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to feed you some steaks after yes, this. Man. Yes. Like, there you go. So <laughs> my my spice of the week, uh after I was done with Surge workout, I went to the sauna and I did this for 40 minutes. And I'm in there with a guy And he's like You know If you continue to do What you're doing right now And he was 58 He was like At my age This this would be easy Life will be easy mm-hmm. If you just stay on the path That you're on Continue to push yourself Continue not to be comfortable And I was already in the mindset Of not being comfortable And yeah. he just reassured me That you're doing the right things A lot of people don't hear that that you're doing the right things. I want to tell you right now that you're doing the right things mm-hmm. to where you're propelling your future to move forward the way you want to move forward. So that was my spice of the week. I like it. I dig it. Yeah, man. Big uh, dog. What, what you got? What you got for I a mean, spice of the week? Yeah, my spice of the week, man. Do the things that you don't like to do in order to be successful. Um, you know, uh, don't like working out. You got to work out. You work out. You feel better about yourself. You know. Um, you're a lot more healthy, you know what I mean? And uh, it, it, it makes your mind clear. Meditation, you know what I'm saying? Do some meditation too as well. Um, don't like waking up early. You wake up early, you have more hours in a day. You know what I'm saying? Um, 24 hours is not enough. Yeah, man. It, it's, it's not enough, man. It's not enough. You know, you know, everybody will soon get that, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, do the things you don't like to do in order to be successful, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it takes a lot of hard work. Hard work is very, it's very challenging, bro. It could be challenging. You could be going through some, some situations, man. You know what I'm saying? Single parent homes and stuff like that. You got daycare, you got bills and all that stuff. But man, if you just push through it, you know what I mean? Not on your time, but on God's time, man, you know, he got your back, man. You'll, you'll get where you want to be. So it's my spice, man. I dig it. Spice. I dig it. That's some spice. good shit. Yeah. That's some good shit. So, bro, you got to follow up with that. Yeah, I know. Because, uh, all right, so here's the fucking problem. Every fucking week, man. Every week. Every week. No, they got some deep shit. Like, I, see, I'm more simplistic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do look at the big time goals. But the way I've trained myself in my professional life and my personal life is look at what's closest to me. Acknowledge those things. Just like the little goals. Because you know how it is. You accomplish those little goals equals up to the big goal. Mm-hmm. So every time I got a spice of the week, these guys always got some good shit. And then I'm talking about like one week I had I had a bowl of cereal that just hit. And it was great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Either way, the whole point. Here we go. So um, my spice of the week this week, I've been thinking about this all day because I was like, man, I got to think of something because I didn't really have anything significant. And then it kind of punched me in the face a little bit, right? I mean, it is Tuesday. Yes. So top go to here we go. So my spice of the week, bro, goes out straight up to plans that get canceled. Yes. The reason why is because you ever get in that mode, and I think you're gonna like this when I get done with it, because everybody says there's a path and things happen for a reason, and we had some shit lined up. Facts. I'm going into the this this last weekend. We had two shows lined up, right? And by the way, you're the only one that didn't cancel, right? So we get up Friday afternoon, and your boy, I'm like, fuck, man, I'm tired. 
Like we've been busting our ass because we work day jobs, run businesses, yeah. all this stuff. Plus we, you know, we do this. And I'm sitting here like, dude. And don't mention parenting. Yeah, don't mention parenting, all this other <laughs> shit. And I get to Friday afternoon and I'm just like, bro, I'm tired. Like, you know, when you get to that thing, you're like, bro, I just want a day. I just want a day. And then next thing you know, I get this text message. Hey, man, not going to be able to make it. And my heart a little bit went, it's all right. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good with that shit. Next, God did. Hey, and then, <laughs> next thing you know, bro, my mood just went like, hey, what's up, baby? You know what I'm saying? So I'm feeling great, bro. That's how you know you're getting old. Joking as that's, how, that's how you know you're getting old. When you happy motivated. about cancel plans. We, so, get, yeah. we get through the whole weekend. And let's be real. When that happens, though, because honestly, I, I'll tell you the truth. Like, I go home. When I'm on home on the weekend, I'm working. But I'm working in a low-key place. Like, I'm on my computer. I'm doing some things I got to do for the business, doing some things I got to do for the regular job, all these things, right, which tallies up for me. And we get to the whole weekend. When we have that thing free up, that means Keon's able to go out and do some Keon shit. Keon doesn't, he's not, the, he's not like me. Mm. He wants to get out, man, let me go on the boat. Let me get out here. Let me get out here. Let me see these people. Let me do this. Let me do that. You know what I'm saying? Me, it gives me the opportunity to catch up on all the things that my brain processes. Yeah. So next thing you know, I'm going through peace the next 48 hours. We get to that Monday, start feeling a little bit of dragging. What happens? Hey, man, I'm not going to be able to make it. Immediately, I was like, this is the best Monday ever, motherfucker. Like, it was crazy. So it's sometimes, I think when that comes along, people get a little bit negative. But for me, it hit me in just the right spot. Talk about God's way, the path, yeah. those things set up. Something was saying, my body was telling me. And then, yep, and then yep. the path said, nah, bro, you need to take this one yep, off. Yep, yep. You know that, what I'm saying? Hey, man, hey, God's never wrong, bro. And it, it propelled me. And for some reason, a cancellation gave me some fucking energy. And I was like, all right, baby. So we came into doing this, and we, I was excited. I'm like, hey, man, come over early. I bet, I bet when I said, hey, Brooke, you were like, damn, another cancellation. I was, bro. I, I was. Know, I, I did it on purpose, kind of like. I wanted to shit, bro. Nah, but my man. My man, said, nah, man, my man I got said, you, bro. My man said, "Hey, we got to meet. Can can you book it up?" So what we had we had to book. We had to book the the Hard Rock Casino, yeah, which I mean, you see is rolling up to. In the it's story. a beautiful place. It's, it's a, beautiful a beautiful place. place. Awesome. Uh, hey, I like it, man. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, but anyway, man, uh, we'll we'll wrap this thing up, dude. We appreciate you so much taking some time. Like we said, I'm pretty sure everybody knows now that's watched this. You you are a busy human being, bro. <laughs> tell and I can't tell you enough. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you enough how much we appreciate you taking the time, telling us, inviting us into your world mm -hmm. and sharing this with, with our fan base, man. Because that's one thing that our fan base gets is understanding like there's incredible people all around you. And I was stoked about it because I think I probably hit you up what a month or two ago. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, I want to get your story. Like, you've built something from the ground up, and you literally, yeah, lit literally, yes. There you go. <laughs> so I'm like, man, we can't. I can't thank you enough for for separating the time, making this thing happen. Um, I'm gonna hold you accountable to making sure in the next year to two years. You got to come back for another one. Oh, I'm coming back, man. As, Shit. What are you doing next week? Let's there you go. <laughs> after after you get, you, as a matter of fact, we need to put it down right now. After you get your, your first NCAA deal, oh. right? That first one, sign us up. We're going to be the first podcast that we get on. Summer Babies. Oh, hey, that'd be Summer awesome, Babies. Baby. Summer Babies. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, get some kids out there. There you go. So um, for all of you, subscribe, comment. Like we talked about, we're pushing. 
Write your spice of the week in the comments, man. Don't be a little bitch. Sorry, I didn't mean to be so aggressive. But seriously, write your spice of the week in the comments. We want to see that thing rolling, man. We want to get you involved in the conversation. We want to pull you through the camera, right? So get involved. Comment your spice of the week. Make sure you go find this guy. Find Dynasty Hoops, right? Mm -hmm. And find this guy on all his social medias. If you want to see someone that's built a platform and figure out a way to build an entry into the world of sports, this would be a great playbook to pick up. So go subscribe to all of his socials. Check in on what he's doing. And if you have, if you want, DM him. It may take you a little bit to get back. You heard about, you know, managing 150 fucking teams at one event. But DM him. Figure, you know, maybe we can figure some things out. Yeah, but. man. Facebook is Dynasty Hoops. Uh, Instagram, Dynasty Hoops underscore hoops. Or Dynasty underscore hoops underscore. All right, we got Snapchat too as well. We're yeah. on that TikTok, man. There you that go. TikTok. So that's next. Yeah. That's next. That's next. Yeah, that's next. So uh, again, thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. We appreciate you. Out. Two dimes and a token. You make gross. Hey there. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Two Dimes in a Token. We really appreciate your view. We hope you really enjoyed. Uh, if you are interested, we do have some social media sites that you can check out. We have Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And please, whenever you have a chance, hit that follow and subscribe button. Thank you guys, and we'll see you in the next episode.